Hey friends, it's season five of the official Do Good Better podcast, and every Thursday we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, a, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word "Do Good Better" at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So contact Brady Martz to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with uh, folks who are going to help our uh, small, medium-sized nonprofits do good better. I'm finding out that a lot of our small and medium-sized nonprofits can actually help our small and medium-sized nonprofits, which is why we're chatting with you today. And I've got a fantastic guest for you. I've got Allison Walbeck. She is the board chair for A Place for Hope. Allison, welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate having the opportunity to be here with you today. I'm very excited uh, to learn. Uh, there's a lot going on here. And so this is going to be fun to digest. Uh, but for those who are kind of flipping through iTunes or they're on YouTube and they find a place for hope, uh, recovery and wellness and, and food center, I mean, there's a lot to hear, but maybe they don't know who you are. So why don't you give a 5,000 foot view on uh, who you are, what you do and why we're talking today? Well, um, first of all, as you know, Place Pro, um, the purpose is to provide a safe, enriching, and supportive recovery environment for adults living with a mental illness. Um, unfortunately, um, COVID-19 put a wrench in those plans when the governor shut down uh, social clubs. So we had to do some uh, quick thinking and pivot and how we could still serve the community and especially our members. So we decided to open up a food shelf. And that's what we're doing now. Brilliant. Talk a little bit about mental wellness. Talk about mental health. Um, why is that such an important uh, piece? And, and, and why is this something that you decided to, I'm going to take the leadership position, we're going to build and we're going to create this group? Well, actually, A Place for Hope has been around for over 20 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we've prior to now, we've been very quiet, um, um, very uh, seclusive. Um, 
you know, our members, you know, were afraid to let it out that, um, you know, they were living with mental illness uh, because of the stigma that society has on that. Um, however, we're becoming more and more open with that and encouraging people to be more vocal and that, you know, one in five adults live with, you know, mental illness at some point in their lives. And it's, it's not unusual. And the more open we can be, the more we can help people to um, get out, not isolate and um, live better lives. Live it loud and proud. That's really what I really like about this. All right. So um, I want to hear a success story. I think you've been around for 20 years. There's bound to be uh, one, two, 200, 2000, uh, you know, stories of success. Is there something that you can kind of share with the listening audience on what you've been doing around for 20 years and and kind of the good that you have done, uh, even being sort of behind the scenes uh, with a lot of mental wellness uh, issues. What's a great thing that you can share with us? Well, I guess I could uh, use my uh, some personal information for that. Um, when I first heard about uh, A Place for Hope, um, it was the Recovery and Wellness Center. And um, actually, at that time, it was known as the Social Connection. And at that time, it was over 10 years ago, I was living in my car. Um, I didn't have a home. I was new to the area. And I started coming in because I myself was dealing with mental illness, uh, severe depression and anxiety. And I needed a place to be, to feel welcome and feel like I wasn't being judged for, you know, what was, you know, what I was dealing with. And so I started coming in. And over the years, I kept getting better and better and more managing my mental illness. And, and now today I'm chair of the board of directors. So, um, we've, I've come a long way in just my own personal recovery and, uh, we've helped a lot of other people grow and, and learn how to better manage their own illness. Nothing better than the uh, personal success story to showcase the enthusiasm for if this can happen for me, it can happen for you. Um, but yeah. you talked a little bit about it at the top of the show on how COVID was sort of this wonderful uh, challenge uh, for all of us. I use wonderful loosely. Uh, that is a not at all wonderful at all, but it's this huge challenge, you know, so you had to make a, a pivot and adjust and then you added uh, sort of a food shelf to this whole scenario. Talk a little bit about that adjustment? Well, um, like I said, uh, when the governor shut down uh, social clubs, um, we had um, uh, one full-time employee and one part-time employee, and we had all our members who came to rely on us for the little bit of food that they could get and take home with them. And we realized that with so many people um, out of work and with so many places shutting down that the need for food in our community was bigger than it ever been before. And so um, our director decided that um, we would open up a food shelf. We would open our doors to the community, um, both Fargo-Moorhead and basically anybody that wanted to travel to come and uh, get food from us. We started with one very small room to do this out of. And um, through one of the challenges was how to grow that and serve a much larger community. Um, uh, Our current landlord, Agassiz Valley Properties, allowed us to use one of their warehouse spaces for no rent. Mm. So we were able to 
expand and move our food shelf operation into that space. And there were a lot of challenges associated with that. We, you know, had to do wiring and plumbing and, and all kinds of other stuff to get that, that space ready, plus all the purchasing needed to get freezers and refrigerators and stuff and, and to be able to store all the food. So it's it's been a, a quite a challenge getting that all ready to, to serve the larger audience. But we've been very successful doing so. The audacity um, of creating this is something that I just love a lot. And I think that's really what uh, makes this uh, such a wonderful story is that this, you know, delight, you know, this delightful opportunity comes around uh, not a lot right? Where you have the ability to pivot and then serve more while still sticking to your mission. So I'm super uh, excited uh, for you and uh, and super great for the community that's that has you around too. For other organizations, let's just talk about, you know, somebody who's, uh, who's working in a food shelf or somebody organization or nonprofit who's uh, within recovery or wellness. Um, is there a tip or a trick that you've learned over the last decade of even being involved with this particular group or as a leader, as a board chair that you can pass on to other organizations that might be listening to this show and might be, uh, you know, struggling with where they go and what direction that they had as, as a nonprofit leader tip or trick that you can give. Keep your volunteers happy. <laughs> uh, we have, <laughs> yes. Um, since we only have, one full-time and one part-time employee, we rely very heavily on volunteers. Uh, we've gotten help from the Dilworth Lions, the Dilworth Local Lions, and even our members. And over the past year, we've had over 6,600 volunteer hours. So it we rely very heavily on our volunteers and appreciate every single person that walks through those doors to help sharing success stories and showing gratitude to those that are serving you as well as others. Always one of the best tips and tricks that anyone can give to you. All right, Allison, uh, the floor is yours. How on earth do people get a hold of you for a place for hope and how do they volunteer? How do they donate and how do they support what you're doing? Well, um, Giving Hearts Day is on February 10th and we are all looking forward to that. So you can get uh, visit our Giving Hearts Day page, a place for hope, recovery and wellness center slash food shelf. Um, there is a contact form for people to uh, contact us, to volunteer, to donate. They can donate through that as well. Um, our phone number is 218-284-6069. If people are in need of food, they can call us between Tuesday and Friday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and we will try and get them scheduled to come and get some food. I love it. Fantastic. Allison, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Thanks so much for what you do. Uh, thanks so much for your willingness to adjust according to whatever uh, life has uh, planned out for our community. And uh, really appreciate you sharing your perspective and your history here on the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you very much, Patrick. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you're go to dogooduniversity.com, that's 
do good, Y-O-U-niversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesomer, a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free, because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, Use the promo code podcast. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer. And I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.